This episode of Congratulations is brought to you by the Cash App. Crazy, 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 What's up, babies? Hey, how you guys doing? It's episode 109, um, and uh, we're here in the studio, uh, and we are, uh, uh, in, we, if you're looking at the video, if you're looking at the um, uh, uh, the video podcast, you see a new table here. We're, uh, we're legitting it up, you know? Uh, <clears throat> we got this... Um, we got this table here because uh, I just got tired of using my computer on my fucking lap. And I'm tired of looking like a paraplegic in that fucking chair. So anyway, I'm looking real like fucking manly. I'm hunkering down and I got my fucking elbows on the table. And, uh, I'm, you know, this is it. We use a couple of bags to pay for the fucking table and it's on. And uh, we got new merch in the merch store. If you're part of the bag unit, you can go, you know, cop that shit. We got a hoodie. It's camo. We got a hoodie. It's black and gold. Uh, and then we got a T-shirt that's that lets everybody know they're in the fucking bag unit. Um, now uh, I got some dates coming up. Can you turn it up in the headphone a little bit? I got the dates coming up, um, and I got let's see what we got here coming up: uh, Anaheim, California; San Inez, uh, Valley Center, California; Albany, New York; and uh, Hanover, Maryland. Huntington, I'm doing 75 shows in Huntington, Orville, California, Cleveland, Ohio, Columbus, Cincinnati, Lexington. Anyway, get your tickets at crystalia.com. And um, I was in, um, I did a bunch of uh, shows today, uh, this past weekend in um, Hamilton, Windsor, uh, St. Louis, and what was the other one? Uh, Kalamazoo, which that theater is awesome. The State Street Theater, I think it's called. Um, It was great. Uh, on Thursday or Friday, I can't remember what day, Thursday, I think it was Thursday. No, it was Friday. I found out my buddy, uh, killed himself. So that was rough. Uh, I'm sure if you're a comedy fan, you know about this already. A lot of people who listen to my podcast, listen to uh, a lot of other comedians podcasts and follow a lot of other comedians on Twitter. And you follow me on Twitter too. And, and Instagram. And I posted about it. Um, Brody, Stephen Brody Stevens, uh, he had enough of life, and he got he, he checked out, and um, he was one of my friends. And I never had a – first of all, he um, is just – he was a hilarious guy, and it sucks. Um, you know, I, I've never had a friend, an actual friend, kill himself, and it was the first time that that happened. And it's – you know, I've known people that have done it, and I, I, I've known – I've had – close one close people that have died but um i just i you know i saw him three or four weeks ago at a coffee bean and we were just kind of hanging out and um it was it was cool you know he seemed normal like nothing was was too fucked up and it took me by surprise and um you know he was I said this on, uh, I think, Instagram or Twitter, but the guy made people laugh differently. Like, he was just one of the funniest guys I had ever met in my life. And uh, just totally unique. And, I, you know, I told a story about him on my podcast a, a while ago that I, I tweeted out recently after uh, he, he, he died. Um, and uh, I, po- I posted that up. 
to let you guys know that how how that was the funniest night I've had at the comedy. The craziest night I had at the comedy store was because of him and he was on stage. And I told the story about it in one of the episodes a while back. We'll tw- you know, you can go look at Twitter or whatever if you want to look at it again. But uh, he, I, I don't even know. It, it, he was like this weird mix of like weird, funny, just so talented, like a, a such a, such a comedian, like distilled down to its like purest form of where it wasn't even about the jokes. It was just about how it was just about him being funny, him stepping on stage. You know, I talk about, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but the people who are funny already when they walk on stage before they even say something, Brody was that, you know, uh, you know, guys are like Richard Pryor was like that. Bill Burr's like that. Um, Bobby Lee's like that. You just, just step on stage and you're just funny already. He was like that. He'd step on stage, uh, the people who didn't get it, the people who didn't really understand comedy uh, on the uh, on that level would be like, what's wrong with this guy? He's having a fucking mental breakdown on stage. But those people aren't uh, – they aren't advanced comedy uh, people. Like there's a certain level of comedy that, it, that you – that you uh, you don't get if you aren't uh, a f- – I don't want to say a funny person, but if you just, there's a level of comedy that, you know, there's a wavelength, what we talk about on this podcast, but it's like, uh, there are certain people that have that, that you aren't going to get if you don't have that, if you aren't tapped into that wavelength. Uh, like I've had, um, friends come see Brody and think he's the funniest guy they've ever seen. And then I've had people that are just like, I don't get that guy. He's angry. And he's just like, he's the nicest guy. He was just the nicest guy. He was the sweetest guy. And he was a friend. And um, you got to see his stuff, man. Uh, just in celebration of his life, you should go look at um, some of the stuff I posted or just look him up on YouTube or something. Just He was just so fucking supremely funny. And, and, it, and it, for the first time, for me, just like selfishly, it sucks. It feels like it sucks because like I got shortchanged. Or we all got shortchanged. You know, the guy could have had 30, 40 years left of, 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 of making us laugh. And it just sucks that he was in so much pain. And it sucks that um, all of it, all of it sucks. All of it's just a, a too bad. And if you, if you know anybody that is going through a rough time, check in on them. Because it's a real fucking thing, man. Uh, you know. Suicide is a motherfucker. I mean, I can't imagine doing it, but um, you know, the fact that there's people out there that are thinking about doing it is just, uh, you know, I don't mean to get so down uh, in the beginning of this podcast, but uh, uh, yeah, he was so fucking funny, man. He would get on stage and just talk about how he parked for free at the comedy store and about how on New Year's Eve, he would be like, oh, you know, he was bombing a little bit and he'll be, he was like, I'll ruin your New Year's and just fucking, God, he was so funny, man. Some of the stuff I watched, I was, after he, he died, I, you know, after a day after I, I, I looked at his Comedy Central half hour, which is killer, dude. They reposted it. Uh, it is just killer. Uh, he they they reposted it on Comedy Central on the YouTube and um, 
there's this picture that's a great picture that I posted where he's just doing a high kick stretching. And while he brought me on stage, one time he brought me on stage for like he would get nervous for gigs. Like we did the oddball comedy tour, which is like 20,000 people in attendance. And he would just get nervous and he'd be like, I don't know. He hosted it once and he brought me up for some reason. He had a mental fart and he brought me up as Chris Hardwick. And I walked up on stage, and I, and I was looking at him. I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. No, hold on. And he walked in front of 20,000 people. He was just like, sorry, I fucked up. I, I, I don't know why I said this, because Chris Hardwick was on the show, too. But he was like, it's Chris D'Elia. And then I walked out in front of 20,000 people. I had to fucking dig myself out of that weird hole. But, um, and he felt so bad for like a year every time he saw me afterwards, which was a bunch. I'd always see him at the comedy store. He'd be like, I'm really sorry. Do you hate me? And I'm like, dude, Brody, I don't give a fuck, you know? But he had that mental kind of uh, 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 that mental thing where it was like he would he would focus on that and um, just obsess about how he thought I was, I you know I I was upset about that. Let me uh, do that. Let me put this. Let me put this. This was a really funny thing that Nikki Glazer um, put out. Um, on uh, on her in, on her Instagram, which was a, from a show called Enjoy It, um, that I think it was called Enjoy It, but it was on either I forget what it was on HBO or Comedy Central. But um, this is how fun to me. This is so funny. But she put this um, she put this thing up on 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 uh, an Instagram about Brody just talking about this here. With Esther. So I went to Bangkok. This is Brody. And let's just say I pushed it to the limit. You can do whatever you want in Bangkok. I was there for Hangover 2. What does push to the limit mean? I feel like you're trying to tell me something, but you're just saying a weird thing. There's a party culture there. So anyway, I did push it to the limit. <laughs> what does that mean? I went to Bangkok and I went to a lady boy show. A show? A show. They dance. They look good. Brody. And I pushed it to the limit. I know. Okay. <laughs> You're doing this thing that you do where you say the same thing over and over again. Because I have OCD. Okay. I already know that you went to, to Bangkok. And did what? Push the limits. No. Pushed it to the limit. See, you don't know. That's why I repeat it. It's the same thing. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. I went to Bangkok. I pushed it to the limit. Well, just tell me what you did. I explored the ladyboy culture. So I went and then this is explored the ladyboy culture. And it's messed with my mind a little bit. And I come back to America, a stronger man, a clearer minded man, but yet somewhat <laughs> foggy. I know you're special, but I don't think you're gay. Esther, it's I went to Bangkok, and you know what I did there? I pushed it to the limit. Or did you feel, oh, it's nice to be touched by someone, because I'm in a foreign country, I'm lonely, I haven't seen my mom or Daisy in a while, I'm not around my friends, I'm lonely, I'm just going to accept what comes to me. I, exactly. I wish I was like... You know, with a girl, with a family, no. with a child, but I'm not. You will be. You're. I always tell you this. You're still young for a man, okay? My dad had me when he was 44. You're 42. Mm -hmm. Did your father go to Bangkok and push it to the limit? I don't think he did. I, if did he, he did, click I, on things? I don't want to know. Have you checked his cookies? Did he click on things? That's how funny he was, dude. God, he just... 
dude, I mean, did he click on things? You can click on things anywhere, not just in Bangkok. Um, anyway, dude, look him up, man. He's so funny. And he's also the kind of guy that would be like, because he would be like on, on, uh, on, he would be on stage and he would be like, I've never trended on Twitter, you know, like shit like that. And he was trending on Twitter when he died. And that would have fucking, he would have loved that dude, which is the, which is, which is almost like, you know, it's sad when someone dies, but, but also look, when somebody commits suicide, obviously it's a really sad thing, but it's their choice. And, you know, it's what they wanted to do at the point, at at the point in their life. And it's definitely sad, but I choose to also see, you know, celebrate his life because man, it was a fucking, it was, it was awesome, dude. He brought so much joy to people and he was so, so funny, dude. I mean, just, I can't say enough about it. Where's the thing about how he was doing the, uh, this thing. This made me feel so good when he did this. I didn't even. Saturday night, tomorrow. This is him on stage. This is a special that came out recently. And then he goes. The hell are you going? Look at this dude. He's cool. He's got an umpire's cap on. Yeah. It's a crew neck. And he shop at Urban Outfitters. I try to go there. Why are you staring at me? Because I'm not Crystal Leah. Don't you dare. <laughs> he would always do that. He would always say like, why? Because I'm not Crystal Leah. Oh, fuck. I would go, sometimes I would heckle him, like, just in fun, for fun. There was one time where he was like, he was like, he was like, I'm really high, and I got to go on this, I got to go to the comedy store, I think I'm too high. And I was like, dude, he was like, maybe, maybe you'd be in the back, and, 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 because and, we used to do this thing sometimes where other comedians would do it too, it wasn't like a thing that just him and I did, but like, I would go in the back of the room, and I would like, lead him into his jokes, like, I would like, not heckle him, but I would like, talk to him. Uh, just like interview him kind of in a way and because he would forget his jokes and I loved his jokes so I'd be like oh there's you know I would be like well what happened didn't something happen to you once as a child did you get lonely and and then he would go into his jokes be like oh yeah I was lonely as a child and then it was just fucking so much fun I love being a part of it and I always feel special like he made me feel special he made he was the comedy store man he was the comedy store like personified he just would do those late night spots he would be funny and weird, and it was just, it was just, it was cool, man. He made me feel accepted when I was coming into the comedy store. And anyway, rest in peace, Brody, Stephen Brody Stevens. Uh, what a great guy, and uh, we miss you, man, and I'm going to miss you. Uh, I really will. Uh, anyway, that being said, thanks for listening to that. Didn't mean to get anybody sad, but go look him up, and because uh, he would have liked that. The guy's too funny. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was in St. Louis. I was in... Um, uh, I played 3,000 people in St. Louis, which was a lot. And we rescheduled it, man. And Theo Vaughn is out there saying, I'm canceling shows. I'm not canceling shows. I'm rescheduling shows. And I did reschedule the show. And we did it. And it was sold out. And it was beautiful. And by the way, nobody cancels more shows in town than fucking Theo. Theo. So I see you, motherfucker. I was I didn't cancel shit. I reschedule, baby. I don't cancel. 
I may cancel a show coming up. But um, yeah, so I did the St. Louis show. I did the Windsor show. 5,000 people in attendance. Pretty fucking crazy. You know, we're getting up there, babies. With this log cabin, we're going to get, when we get this log cabin, dude, we're going to need to get a really big log cabin, man. We're going to need to get a fucking log. We should build the first log compound, like the like a hotel just of, of, of logs, just so we could have rooms and fucking huge um, banquet hall. You know, if we need to have a discussion, we have a banquet hall. A log hotel is what we need. Um, but, yeah, we're getting up there, so it's great. Played 5,000 in uh, Windsor, uh, and uh, anyway... It's it's cool. We had a good time. We had a fucking good time. A lot of dates, and I'm really fucking tired. Anyway, uh, I'm so tired. Um, but I think for the first time, I'm starting to feel like performing is like I'm doing. I'm traveling too much. Like I feel like almost overworked. Uh, but I'm doing it for you guys, and I'm doing it also because I bought a new house, and I need to. And also, I'm doing a new. Sh- I'm doing a show coming up. I'm going to be on a, a show. I don't know if I should say it yet because the deal isn't closed. But I'm going to do a few episodes of this really fucking hot show that I really like, uh, and I'm excited about it. So uh, I'm going to be doing that in, uh, this month. Um, anyway, did you guys see the fucking Kanye thing where he was doing the? I mean, dude. I, first of all, let me just say this. I watched the documentary, the R. Kelly thing, those six episodes of the surviving R. Kelly. Wow, man. I cannot believe R. Kelly. Look at this. In response to press inquiries, I can confirm the video we provided to prosecutors yesterday includes R. Kelly clearly stating the following to the victim, sometimes on multiple occasions. Give me that 14-year-old... You know what? I don't even want to say... It's so... I mean, this is the last one, though. This is kind of... Give me that 14-year-old booty hole. Oh. Real problems. Booty hole? Also, that's how you know he definitely had real problems. If you're having sex and you refer to a... I mean, booty hole? He was so... You know what that means? He was so strictly R&B. A strict, so strictly R&B that while he was having sex, he calls up uh, an a asshole a booty hole. Went to McDonald's after his release. You know? Dude. He, I mean, left Cook County Jail and stopped at a McDonald's. Ba da ba 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 booty hole. Dude. Jesus Christ. There's still people. Why are there people out there that are still like, he didn't do it? They're trying to fucking. It's a conspiracy. How, 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 how do you know? How do you know, just because you like, I believe I can fly, how do you know he didn't do it? You can be real talented and still try to get booty hole unconsensually. Just so, you got to be a fucking special kind of idiot to be a such a huge fan of somebody that thinks, oh, he could never do that. 
Why did 80 fucking people say that they're doing it? Why did 80 people say he's trying to hit a booty hole? God. You know, I was watching the the Surviving R. Kelly thing, and it goes into... They, they talked about, like, what... A, I didn't know... Because I wasn't, like, a big R. Kelly fan. I didn't know... Um, I didn't ever think his music was all that good or that big, even. Like, I listened to some of his shit, but, like, dude, he played big songs. He had big songs. He wrote for Michael Jackson. I didn't realize he was that big, but he did. And they, the, the first like episode, all you think of is like, I gotta listen to this guy's music, which is like, heh, you know? And they get into what he did, but it, it, I, and the first thought is anger. I feel bad about it. Cause when I was watching it, I was like angry, but I also felt bad. I felt sad. Even though this may not be right, like I felt sad about the whole situation and even for him that like he was this fucked up guy and, you know, he was molested as a kid and, you know, obviously what he did was horrible and there are people who are molested as kids that don't do what the fuck he did. But dude, I mean, just so fucking bad what he did, obviously. And there's so many people coming out. I mean, there's sick. I watch this shit, surviving, surviving R. Kelly, just person after person after person after person coming out saying that he, like, abused them. And he kept people in. He kept women in his house locked up and would give them a bucket to piss in and wouldn't let them out. And they had to call him if, they wa- if he wanted to eat. That's like some fucking, that's literally like a movie that, where you'd be like, whoa, this guy's sick. And like Morgan Freeman would crack the code and like find the guy with like a younger white actor. And then they would go get him. And, and the end would be they go, get into this house and Morgan Freeman would be there with, yeah, like Brad Pitt. It's like seven it, with like, or like it would be like, a, you know what it would be? It would be Morgan Freeman and David Duchovny. And the movie would be in like 1997. It's such a movie in 1997 that would be made. And it would be like, yeah, this this guy like, plays with 14-year-old booty holes and, and like, makes some piss and shit in a bucket. And, and, and Morgan Freeman would be like, we're, 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 we're hot on the trail. And then it would be David Duchovny because he, like, maybe he had a few movie shots in, like, the 90s. It would be, like, Return to Me. It would be, like, it came, it would come out, like, a month after the movie Return to Me with, with, uh, what's that girl's name? Mimi? What the fuck is that girl's name? The one from Goodwill Hunting. Anyway. And, uh, Mini Driver, and uh, and so and so, and that movie would be come out, and it would be like, and it would be like David Duchovny finding R. Kelly with Morgan Freeman, and and that would come out in 1997 because that would be the most 1997 movie of all time. And Ashley Judd, Ashley Judd, it would be Ashley Judd. It would be one of those movies with Ashley Judd and fucking Morgan Freeman. Anyway, who gives a shit? Whatever fixating on the night the movie in 1997 david duchovny was a sexy guy huh he still is maybe i don't know how old he is 58 years oh wow i haven't seen him in a bit dude it was so annoying how many people said they liked californication when it came out that was like the number one show that like hot chicks would be like have you seen californication never saw it sure it was good i'm sure it was good david duchovny's the shit i love david duchovny um anyway he's married to taylioni right they're cool they got their squint going on. That baby would come out and it would be just fucking have sunglasses on. 
they both squint so much, it's unbelievable that the baby will come out with fucking sunglasses on. The baby will come out. They're so cool. The baby will come out and the baby will be like, sup, cut this umbilical cord real quick. Look this. Cut. It would have the thing out. It would, it would come out. Fucking. And then it would put, have the sunglasses come up and he'd be like, yo, cut this umbilical cord real quick. And then he'd be like, have you seen Californication? Um, so, yeah. Uh, that would be a movie. Fucking whatever, dude. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, but so anyway, the R. Kelly thing was just crazy. People get, when you, when somebody like is good at music, you will forgive anything, man. Like I'm a huge Tupac fan. It's weird because music is like tied in to your experiences and your memories. That's what it is. Like you, if you listen to that song, step in the name of love. And it you was like that was like your summer as a fifteen year old. You don't want to have to listen to that song and think about how R. Kelly was touching on fourteen year olds because that ruins your emotional connection to your own childhood. So that's why I think these people are like he didn't do it because they're holding on to their fucking memories, and they're like if he did it, then my summer. When I was 16 year old, 16 years old is tarnished. And I can't remember the, the, the thing it was. I can't remember the way it was. That's why people fucking allow Kanye to go get away with all this shit, too. Like, yeah, MAGA, but also, how about the fact that that fucking runaway song is so ill? You ever listen to that song of the gym? People listen to fucking workout hardcore songs? No. Dude, if you listen to an emotional song at the gym, you get much more done. For real. Um, um, That Sunday service thing that he did, though? He really can make a beat, huh? Just the widest dance of all time in all white. so happy too he's smiling so hard where's the kiss key anyway um he does this thing called Sunday service I guess every Sunday uh in the in somewhere I don't know where but um, if you can do that, a o a o a o a o a o a a o a really doesn't sound good when I do it. But I I don't know a o a o a o a o a o a a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a o a you know, the liberals will be like, well, yeah, MAGA, but also, yeah, 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 he's into Trump, and Trump doesn't like to, you know, doesn't, isn't for helping people and immigration, and they are, he's not for, you know, opening the borders and keeping people uh, in America 
uh, undivided, but also so whatever, dude. So whatever, dude. You know, people that that just goes back to me saying, and I've said this that most people just don't give a fuck because your life isn't really directly affected by it. Most most people. Like, look, whether I'm for or not, not for or for the president currently, and I don't mean Trump, I just mean whoever it is. Um, if I on, if I'm honest, my my life doesn't change at all, uh, and uh, and that's most people in my, at least in my immediate circle and in my general circle. Like, you're 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 not affected directly usually by. Whoever's leading the country, you can over a sm- over a short period of time, over a, a long period of time, if shit gets you know changed and done. But like you know, uh, so my point is is that people don't no don't actually most people don't actually give a fuck because you're not directly affected by it. If you are, you do, and if you're really uh, 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 um, open person and and caring person, then you do care. But it's hard to make yourself care about this shit if you don't have to. So that's why, yeah, you can say Trump sucks, but also... That's the kind of thing, too, that if I, I think is so ill because they're having so much fun. I love what's better than watching people have so much fun. But if I was there, I'd be like, yo, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'd be the only one wearing not white. And people would be like, come on, get into it. And I'd be like, I don't know, man. They're just jumping up and down and shit. Also, like, that's the thing about music that I just don't really give a fuck about. It's like you have to bring the instruments like that's so shit. That's so bitch. Like you got to bring a whole big van and you got to bring the big congos. And the fucking thing, and the guitars, and the piano, and the and the and the bass, and, and set it all up, and then you can have fun. Fuck that. That's why I do stand up. You don't need shit. You just need acoustics, my babies. You just need four walls that make a good sound. You need a not high ceiling and some four walls. You got to bring a fucking thing. To make a sound, to make people dance, the second you got to bring a thing, I'm out. That's the thing. I don't do that shit. Like skydiving, I wouldn't. You gotta, you gotta train and then jump up with a pack on, or like skiing. Oh, we talked about this. Camping, you got to get a tent and all that shit. Nah, I chill. Where, wherever the fuck I am. I'm a lot like that guy, except for the fact that he rock climbs. I'm a lot like that guy from Free Solo. <laughs> Except for he rock climbs and he needs all that shit. He needs all the shit that you climb. He needs the the. But also he doesn't. He climbs solo, baby. He went up the fucking side of the. He went up like this, dude. Do you see, if you see the video thing, he's he's doing it like this, dude. He's like this is him, holding on his whole body with just one fucking finger, and doing it. That's 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 the way to rock climb, dude. You know. You got these Jason Momoa and the fucking Jared Leto doing the doing the fun one with the colorful footholds. Get up there. Do it. Actor. You actor. You fucking actor with a hobby. 
Dude, fuck hobbies, man. Make that shit your whole life. Make the thing you love doing the most your whole life. Hobby. Hobby-ass motherfucker. Actors. Dude, picture me collecting old cameras and taking photos and shit. Get the fuck out of here. John Travolta with his flying around on an airplane. Hike. Put a vest on with a bunch of pockets. Get a stick. Take a fucking walk uphill, dude. Get out of here. That I don't know why that fucking bothers me. I'm such an asshole, dude. I mean, it doesn't bother me to my core, but like... I just remember seeing an article when I was younger in like Esquire magazine where this actor was on a TV show and he was like, and they were, and they were interviewing him about the TV show, but he really wanted to talk about his collection of old cameras that he takes pictures with. And I thought, no, I thought, heck, gunk, dude, he was laying, I don't remember what actor it was. He was on something like Alias or some shit, and he was just chilling with a collection of old cameras, just like next to him. And it was every picture he took was sepia. Fuck sepia, dude. Everyone thinks a picture is so much better if it's sepia, dude. Sepia my ass. People love sepia. That makes you feel so nostalgic. You see a picture from last week and that shit's in sepia. You're like, oh, wow, I've had a great life. This shit was last week. Fuck that, dude. You make a fucking old sporting clip sepia. You could have, uh, what's his name in it? David Freese. And it's still, you're like, wow, man, baseball's been around a long time. All right, abs, abs, ads. I mean, just abs. Just said abs. Brain to. I got a fucking brain tumor, man. Probably. All right, zebra. Three hundred and sixty-eight dollars per year. That's how much it's been reported that the average American is overpaying for car insurance. Did you know that? Searching for a better deal can take hours, and most of the time results in a bombardment of unwanted spam calls and emails, and that sucks. Well, no longer. Thanks to thezebra.com. Thezebra.com is the nation's leading car insurance comparison site because it's the only place you can compare hundreds of policies from all the top carriers and choose the best for you. Plus, they will never sell your information to the spammers, so you won't get all those unwanted calls or emails. You just answer a few questions on a simple, fast form, and they find you the best rates and coverage in your state. TechCrunch said it's the best. Uh, They said it the best. The Zebra is kayak for auto insurance. It's quick. It's easy. Just an honest way to compare car insurance quotes for all of the top providers all at once. This is how buying car insurance should be. Are you comparing insurance before you buy or are you not comparing insurance before you'd buy? I mean, come on. What you doing? Uh, today, go today and start saving at thezebra.com slash congrats. That's thezebra.com slash congrats spelled t-h-e-z-e-b-r-a dot com slash congrats goat this is how i buy my sneakers online there's more than a coin flips chance that the shoe you're looking at is fake did you know that how can you be sure it's real goat.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online they're the largest marketplace in the world for authentic yeezys jordans and over six hundred thousand sneaker listings they made the whole process frictionless and trustworthy they um 
do this by only accepting sellers with the best reputation and by verifying all sneakers to ensure their authenticity for buyers. Now, they that's what if you want to buy these and if you can pay uh, these prices for these shoes, you might as I mean, you got to make sure that they're real, right? You don't want to get ripped off. And I do it here on GOAT. Every detail is inspected from the st- stitching and the color to the size and weight. GOAT certifies that every pair of sneakers on their site matches exact factory specifications. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at goat.com slash congrats. That's goat.com slash congrats. Plus, you'll also be supporting our show. Uh, but you've got to go right now before the sneakers you want are gone and when you go to goat.com slash congrats. Spelled G-O-A-T dot com slash congrats. This episode of Congratulations is brought to you by the Cash App. The last episode was two, and the one before that. How many episodes do they need to sponsor before you download Cash App? Get the cash card and start saving money. Do it, you babies. Um, so yeah, that's what's up. Uh, ayo, 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 so bad. Ayo. You ever see a guy with the fucking dude? I would never do it unless I had the double-decker keyboards. Dude, the guy who has the double-decker keyboards is the biggest asshole of all time. Imagine having to bring two keyboards somewhere to play. Wow. I gotta get, dude. Get you ever see the man? You ever see the dude with the with the three keyboards? That would be the shit. Playing him one with his toes. I wanna. If you got four keyboards, you're the shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude. <laughs> um. I don't know, dude. Um, dude, when I was in, um, when I was in, uh, uh, what do you call it? When I was in uh, Toronto, yeah, or I was not in Toronto. I was in Hamilton and Windsor, dude. It's so funny, and I, and and I mean this shit, dude. And it, it, this is like. There's no hyperbole either. I'd say every, I'd say in Toronto area, especially in the east of Canada, every one out of every fucking seven guys is, thinks they, I, they are like, they're like cool, like in the same way Drake is like cool. Like you see so many guys that have the beards, like, like the, the nice trim beards, like Bra- like Drake and the, and they're wearing the fucking, the 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 jacket with the hood with the fluffy collar you know with that fluffy hooded thing whatever that is that ski jacket and it's not even that cold but they're like yeah but Drake you know they just they got these light skin dark guys that are just if you're light skin if you're dark if you're a, a black guy but light skinned and you live in Toronto you you try to look like Drake that's just it period you could be a fucking not good looking ugly guy and you still are like I gotta get that beard that Drake gets and get that jacket with the fluffy hood I gotta get that and then like by yourself when no one's around you go just to test it out you go oh just to like test that test it out you know oh yeah just to test it out how much like you're like Drake and you're like "Ah, I can do it if the cards fell differently 
I I could probably do what Drake does, but I'm kind of in my job right now, just chilling. Oh. Oh. So rude. So rude in the beginning. So rude. Don't start a song like that. Start. The, hey, start the song two seconds later. Start it now. Look. I mean, dude, he literally goes, look. Like, no exaggeration, that's, look. Start the song two seconds later than this. So rude. God, that makes me laugh, though. There's somebody who commented, this song makes me want to rob look, my own house. I just flipped the switch. Flip, flip. I don't know nobody else that's doing this. Okay. Body start to drop, hey. Hit the floor. Now they want to know me since I hit the top, hey. This a rolling, not a stop. Watch shit don't never stop. This- God, dude, hip-hop is so funny, dude. This a rolling, not a stop. Watch this shit don't never stop, okay? All right. I love how, like... Like I listened to that, they said that. What's that? What what got what on the uh, the Grammy? Um, oh yeah, the Grammy. Uh, what's the guy? Uh, who? What were the Grammy nominees for best album? The hip hop. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Grammy. Um, uh, hip rap album. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Not Jewel Santana. Who was it? Uh, no. Uh, no. Nominees. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. That one. Victory Rap. I tried to listen to it. It's just like... It's it's just the same shit. People, like... Like, listen to the t- titles. Here, let me, let me listen. To, let, me, let me go to the track listings. Here, right here. Whoops. Here we go. Tracks. Here we go. Right here. I got them. Victory lap, of course. Rap and word. Can't say it. Last time I checked. Young and word. Dedication. Blue laces too. Hustle and motivate. Status symbol. But they're all like, I tried listening to it. It was kind of like all the same song. Maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know. I just People were talking about how good that album was. God, have you guys seen the, the you know what one of my favorite, dude, you know what actually I want to do? First of all, you got to look up this one video. This is my favorite video. I never laughed so hard um, at a blooper. Then this one here, this Tech TV blooper right here. Okay, dude, I never laughed. A one of a dude. I never laughed. I I never laughed harder at a blooper video than this one. Oh my god, dude. Okay, this is older man. I've shown you this, right? This older man. It's called Tech TV blooper. This older man and this guy is. Well, here I'll just play it. 
So this is a one-of-a-kind piece. There's no other one like this particular one in the world. And you can see the tracks go this way. And um, it's really cool because it, it records much more accurately than... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God, dude. Okay, he's literally just holding it. Nothing's happening, and it just explodes. He didn't drop it. And then... <laughs> It's a one of a kind. And he's saying piece. it's a one of a There's kind no piece. Other one like this particular one in the world. And you can see the tracks go this way. And um, it's really cool because it, it records much more accurately than. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Um, well, that does happen every uh, once in a while. That No, it doesn't, dude. Guy doesn't know what to say. Uh, he goes, oh, sh-. he was going to say fuck, but then didn't because he didn't want to swear. And then he said, shit. <laughs> like the second wave of uh-oh just overwhelmed him. And he was like, I guess I got to say shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Go this and way. he says, oh, my God, too, which is hilarious. And, um, it's really cool because it, it records much more accurately than, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um, well, that does happen every uh, once in a while. That can't be good. Uh, now, uh, should, is, is, are you done with uh, that, then? Yeah, I'm done with that. All right. <laughs> can't, apparently, we're, we're really done with that one. Uh, That's so funny. Are you done with that one? It just exploded. Uh, yeah, you're done with it. That one and then the fucking ladder, the QVC ladder one. Forget it, dude. Forget it, dude. I don't know which one I like better. I don't know which one I like better, dude. This one, oh my God, the home shopping ladder blooper. This one right here. First of all, this is the it's dumbest the to... dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a ladder that fucking, we'll put it on the video podcast, but it goes up and you can make it go across and then down for at no reason, for no fucking reason. All right, so he's showing how to do it and he's crawling across the ladder. It's a very easy situation to operate. You just push the buttons in right here on, on the two sides, the two little buttons. And all you do is push them in, and that will release it. And what, right here, push the button in, that releases it. And then after you let go, it locks. Firmly okay. in place. So really, you're all set. And this is tough. It is? This, listen, give you an example. <laughs> he says, and this is tough. All right. And by the way, guys who are as, who are as tall as the woman they're talking to are the, are the most hilarious guys. Like, it doesn't matter how tall you are. If you're as tall as the woman you're talking to, you are a bitch. Now, the woman can be 6'2". I'm 6'2". If the woman's 6'2", and I'm talking to a 6'2 woman, I am, therefore, bitch. Now, that happens way less because I'm 6'2", and not many women are 6'2". But if you're as tall as the woman you're talking to, you are a bitch. And you're drawing the pussy up. And that's just how it is. Now, our pussy is going like this. Because it's dry. Congratulations, but that's how it is, okay? Now, this guy is trying to show this girl how the ladder works because he's a representative of the ladder, and it is her job to be on the show and have this guy on and try and sell these ladders. Now, she is wearing, for some reason, a goddamn gown. Now, that's fucking stupid because she looks ridiculous. She couldn't look more Mormon, and he is as tall as her. Therefore, he is as a bitch. Now, he locks it up. Let me go back a little bit. You're all, and this is tough. The guy couldn't look more like he sings in that fucking. Sherry baby. What is that? Who are they? 
the Four Seasons. Sherry baby. Is it the Four Seasons? No, it's uh, One Fire. One Fire. It's all good, but One Fire. Frankie Valley and the fucking Degenerates yeah, or some shit, you know? Degenerates is probably, that, 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 that's definitely a group. The Four Seasons, okay. Frankie Valley. Example. So he now he tries to crawl across it. So you have a you know you have to get up on the wall, high ceiling, vault right. ceiling. Right. She has no fucking idea, dude. She has absolutely zero idea. Right, right. And he's crawling across, dude. You don't understand this ladder. How do I describe it for the audio listeners? So the ladder, it, it, it's it's a bridge. You crawl up it and then you crawl across it and then I guess down. And he's like, say you have to go, but you could just use a regular ladder for the shit. So you have a, you know, you have to get up on the wall, high ceiling. You have to get up on the wall, high Oh, you mean what a regular ladder does? Okay. Right. right. Hey, listen, the best. I never realized how awesome uh, her know, and loaded her right is. So you have a, you know, you have to get up on the wall, high ceiling, vault right. ceiling. Hey, listen, just walk right up. And I tell you. Oh, very- dude, the casualness of how he's. So listen, just walk right up. Okay. So he's now he's walking up. Wow. So bitch how he looks when he's walking right up. Okay. Walk right up. And I tell you, it's very safe, it's durable, and oh, it's lightweight. scaring me. Oh, really? <laughs> no. it, it, Whoa. Now it's okay, now, what happened right there was he it buckled a little bit, like about, I'd say, 10 inches. And he almost fell, and he's crawling across it, which means if it did buckle, his face would go directly into the ground. Okay? So Frankie Valley. <laughs> The guy could look more like goddamn Frankie Valley, and he's as tall as the fucking chick he's talking to. Oh my god! All right, so, all right, so, so now it lo- and then he and then he's so fucking goddamn scared. But he says, "See, now it's locked in place." Really? So there it goes. Okay, it falls now, a little bit. Now it's locked in place. Okay. Now it's so really. Now he, <laughs> he has to crawl across the because he has to, because he has to, because he's trying to sell these. He has no choice but to now. That's the that's the best, dude. There's nothing funnier than that. The guy has to sell these ladders because he's a representative of the ladder. I don't know if he owns the ladder or what, but he's a representative. He needs to make money, dude. So he goes to crawl across it. He said, now it's completely safe. It's locked in place. And then it falls a little bit, scaring everyone. And then he says, see, now it's locked in place. He has no choice. Otherwise, he will sell zero. The only hope that he has to sell any is to crawl across and, and nothing, bad have ha- nothing bad happens. But as you can see, it is not safe. Okay. So really? So here he goes. You say, oh, God, Harold, are you okay? Actually, I didn't have it locked. Yeah, no way, shit, dude. <laughs> His chin goes directly into the ground. And he's actually, I didn't have it locked. Yeah, and those shit also don't need it. Get a regular ladder, dude. If you need to go to this, and then it cuts immediately to the stock footage of the ladder, which is the best. The guy was on standby. It cut so quickly. The guy was not. He's like, he hit it immediately because he knew Frank Valley was going to hit it. Right up, and I tell you, it's very. Dude, when he says, actually, I didn't have it locked. Safe. It's durable. And Harold, it's you're scaring me. So really. <laughs> See, now it's locked in place, okay? So really, you say, oh, God, Harold, are you okay? Actually, I didn't have it locked. You have to lock it. Once you lock it, you're okay. But 
it is very safe to operate. Dude, the the steam coming out of it, like the wind out of it at the end, that last right here. Right here. It is very safe to operate. Just so defeated. So defeated. It is very safe to operate. New, just people hanging up across the country. You say, oh, God, Harold, are you okay? Actually, I didn't have it locked. Ah, no shit. You have to lock it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Once you lock it, you're okay. But it is Dude, very- you got to look at this video. Look at the different, the different fucking things you can do with the ladder is just so hilarious. Look at this one, dude. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? They made it one one where you can just it go it's like up down like a zigzag across the ground. Why the fuck would you want to do that with a, a ladder? What would you do that except hurt yourself? And it's two hundred dollars. Uh two hundred dollars for chipped teeth. <laughs> wow. Three point three million. When I first saw that video, it was it had no hits, dude. Wow. We were laughing hard, me and my brother. I mean, look at the things that come up. QVC ladder fall death. QVC knife. How about the fucking one? Oh, it got me. Oh, it got me. That one. The samurai one. You know that one? <laughs> QVC. The, the, the fact, the way they have to save face is so funny, dude. Because they can't be like, ow, you know? They got to be like, oh, it got me. Here we go. 1101-1816 is the item number. Why are these guys screaming always? 1101. You're mic'd. 1101-1816 is the item number on this one. 1101-1816 is the item number on this one. And the nice thing about these practice katanas. Oh, oh, that hurt. Oh. It, the blade comes off and stabs his abdomen. That hurt big time. A piece of that just, the tip just got me, Odell. <laughs> Bro, you stabbed yourself. It, <laughs> try to minimize it. I love how these guys always try to minimize it, dude. You, Why can't you just be hurt? It's like, oh, it got, oh, a piece of that just got me. Stabbed himself. A piece of that just, the tip just got me Odell. Yeah. Odell, too, you know? Oh, that got me good. You all right? A piece of that tip just got me. Let's try to oh, play it off. right now. We, uh... The guy? We need emergency surgery. The guy? In the studio. Katanas. Ow! Katanas. Ow! Katanas. <laughs> I mean, he's lucky he didn't hit his eye. Dude, when, when the guy... When Odell, somebody commented, where can I buy one of those tables? Um, Odell afterwards, uh, we may need to get, like just the craft service guy. We may need to get emergency surgery. Like he's just a fucking, what's his name? Uh, Mike Judge character. Oh, fuck. It's so funny, dude. But But let's look up the fucking one that I've been meaning to look this one up. For so long. Jim Rome, Jim Everett won. This is so... This is where the coin... We coined, I think, my brother and I coined, probably... Bitch, it was such a big 
term in me and my brother's life. And it had been brewing and bubbling. But the sabitch shit came. Like, this is one of the first seeds of my brother and I starting to call everything sabitch. Jim Rome, that's not what we want. Jim Rome. Oh, see, this is Jim Rome. Here we go. Versus Chris Everett. Playing for that team that he lit up. I'm talking about the new. First of all, so such bad footage. Like, dude, how come in the night shit? Do you ever see old footage of shit? You're like, how did I ever watch TV? It looks like you're watching it without the fucking glasses on. It's so bad. HD is everything. Like, how did you used to jerk off the porn on VHS? This shit looks like fucking, what do you call it? Uh, 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 like, like the fucking Techno Bowl or some shit. Techno Bowl. Techno? Techno Bowl? Techno Bowl. Um, yeah. So, so Jim Rome is interviewing Jim Everett and he calls him, Chris Everett was a female tennis player. And Jim Rome would say on his program, that Jim Everett, he would call him Chris Everett because he thought he played like a fucking, I guess, weaker than he normally does. W- weaker than a football player should play. Like if he was doing the sexist, like, yeah, you play like a girl thing. Um, so G- Jim Everett now finally gets on his show and calls him out. And it's so funny. He is now playing for that team that he lit up. I mean, I'm Jim talking- Rome... It's these short Frankie Valley type guys that are the most sabitch guys in the world. The new New Orleans Saints quarterback, Jim Everett, is the game winner right there. Just how he says, check that, Chris Everett, like just so heated. All right, that was then, and this is now. He's now a member of the Saints. Jim, good to have you on the show. Good to be here, Jim. Thank you. Check that, Chris Everett, good to have you on the show. You know what? You know. So, first of all, so shitty. To invite a guy on your show just to be shitty to him. So bad journalism. Like, be a little bit more cagey. And call me that for about the last... And then he, he knew show. it was coming. You know, he knew it was coming. Jim Everett knew it was coming so hard. Look. You know, you've been... Call- you know what? Show. Anytime a guy says, you know what? They knew it was coming. Thank you. Check that. Chris Everett, good to have you on the show. You know what? You know, you've been calling me that for about the last five years. About two years, actually, Chris. Well, oh, fucking what a bitch. Two years, actually, Chris. And then, again, twist the knife. Oh, it got me. Right there. Twisted it. I called him Chris again. How nerv- so nervous. Years. Both these guys. About two years, actually, Chris. Because so nervous. Jim Rome's so nervous because Jim Everett could beat the shit out of him. And Jim Everett's so nervous because he's in an interview and doesn't want to be exposed. Well, hey. They have nervous smiles so hard. They're both like this. Let me let me say one thing. In that game, how many sacks did I have that we came back and won? How many sacks did you yeah, have? How many game? How many sacks? Let's see, but this was back in 1989. Right, so you, you may have even been Jim Everett back there, but somewhere along the way, Jim, you ceased being Jim and you became Chris. Well, let me tell you a little secret. Ah! Uh, <laughs> that's the best part! Not a Not a secret, dude. But... You know, we're sitting here right now. As insecure. Let me tell you a little secret that uh, we're sitting here right now. Not secret. You became Chris. Well, let me tell you a little secret. But, you know, we're sitting here right now. And if you guys want to take a station break, you can. But if you call me Chris Everett to my face one more time. I already did it twice. You better call one more time. That's the best one because Jim Rome is trying to, like, go back and be like, well, I already did it twice. I don't want to have to do this 
call you out on your threat thing. So that should count. And you should be beating me up already, but you're not going to. And I'm calling you out on that shit. But Jim Everett. Better take a station break. Well, it's a. Everyone. You better call one more time. We better take a station break. Well, it's a five minute segment or five segment show. We got long. Five minute segment. Got so nervous. Or five segment show. Five minute segment or five seconds. So both of them are so nervous right now. It's so funny. Break. Well, it's a five-minute segment, or five-segment show. We got a long way to go. Look, what we do? We got a long way to go. Oh, dude. What we do? What we do? And he's smiling. The, the, I just, before we even play it, the beat Jim Rome takes before he decides to call him Chris again is the most unreal beat ever taken. I'll get a couple segments out of well, here. It's for good it. to be here with you, though. Well, it's good you to know, see you too. You've been talking like this uh, behind my back for a long but time. But now I said it right here. Right. Exactly. Well, we got no problem. Well, I, with think that. It, I think that you you probably won't say it again. Here we go. I bet I do. Okay. Chris. Ah, dude! The sound goes. He tosses the table up and just tosses him down, dude. <laughs> the way Jim Rome gets up to his sub bitch. You you probably won't say it again. I bet I do. Okay. Chris, <laughs> this little fuck, dude. That's the kind of shit you get knocked the fuck out if you do that. Again. I bet I do. Okay. Chris, Jim Rome's a bitch for that, though. I think that you you probably won't say it again. I bet I do. Okay. No, I'm sorry. J- Jim Everett's a bitch for that. Is what Chris. I mean. Oh, this is, that's fake. That part's fake. Oh, wait. Is that really what that is? No. Because they turned the mic off. I'll tell you what, dude. If somebody fucking called me out on that shit, oh, I'd love to call him. I'd love to call him Chris again. Come on, Chris. Let's do this shit. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He got fair warning, didn't he? Yeah, he did. This is a doctor. I think that you, you probably won't. This is doctored. I bet I do. Okay. Chris? Hey, hey, we're just kidding, man. Just kidding. Help! Help! Get him off me! 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 And the chance that. Why did they do that? This is not real, you know? That's the best. You call me Chris Everett to my face one more. <laughs> I already did it twice. Oh, man, that's so funny. The whole thing is so bitch. All right, whatever. <clears throat> you want to do the... All right, the mis- the misconnections. We're gonna- Where are we going for misconnections now? now? We're going all the way to... <clears throat> where? Birmingham? Birmingham, Alabama. We did Miami. We thought it was only right to do Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, because we did a funky, cool, fun place, and now we're doing the place where, why would you be there? Um, all right, here we go. Uh, gas, Christmas tree, and then gas thing, Highway 280. Looking for someone on Highway 280 that sells weed, please call. I mean, it's 2019. You're on 
a highway. This is the most fucking Birmingham shit of all time. <laughs> You're on a highway. And you want weed. And you decide to use your phone, your smartphone, to go on Craigslist and post that you'd like weed? There's already definitely Craigslist ads for weed if you need weed. This guy's such an idiot. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Sir Birmingham. Next. Um, oh, boy. Well, like this title. This title is Hunting My Plumber. Okay. Seville. Um, looking for the plumber who work on my septic opening. It was too small and you tried to stretch it, but it was too so. Hey, man. Be better at being symbolic. Get better with your fucking, what do you call it? Uh, 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 what do you call them? Similes? No. Um, what? Metaphors, yeah. Make your metaphors better. Ah. Looking for the plumber who work on my septic opening. It was too small, and you try to stretch it, but it was too soft to finish the job. Or anyone else that knows anything about how to open it up and other activities that you want to get. Huh? So had such a bad childhood. God, had such a bad childhood and didn't pass English. Like the, not even English English, the fucking part where you'd learn about symbolism. Didn't pass that part either. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Hunting my plumber, you know? All right, here we go. Uh, the title of this one is Need Someone with Chlamydia or Gonorrhea. Oh! Trying to get a sample of either of these two for an experiment. Don't want to pay for the online sample, so let me know if you can help. What the fuck does that mean? Yo, you trying to fuck? This is like how like a Batman villain starts. Do not contact me with unsolicited service offers. So he just wants a guy? He wants like a blood sample or what? What the fuck, dude? Hey, Birmingham, what's going on? Hey, Birmingham, get rid of this guy. That's gross, dude. Um... I miss having I missed having skin party for females or couples plenty of ice cream. Ah. Check that. Chris Everett. Hey there, I'm bored. Hey there, I'm a bored to death 49-year-old white guy looking for like-minded women or couples to join me at the party for some skin fun. Dude, this guy Spells skin, S-K-8-I-N, both times. Like, we know what you mean, dude. You're not hiding it from the law. What are you hiding it from the administrators? And We get it, man. You're already in trouble. If interested, here's where you can find me. And then the address or the number. Do not contact me on unsolicited services or offers. Dude, why doesn't this come? Oh, there we go. Skin party. Hey there, I'm a bored-to-death 49-year-old white guy 
looking for like-minded women or couples to join me at the party for some skin fun. There's some weirdos out there, huh? All right. A simple day late, nothing more. So many fucking hashtags and so many fucking asterisks in this fucking thing for no reason. Ring the doorbell, come inside, join me for a shot, and let's just start kissing and getting things going. Why complicated, LOL? It's just a play date. We aren't talking about dating or marriage. I don't get time off work much, so I need to enjoy myself tonight. Message my something, GML. I don't know what that is. It's okay. Oh, hey, look at this. It's okay to contact this poster with services or other commercial interests. This guy's looking to get a deal, too. Another one? One more? Two more? M for couple. White male looking to meet up with a couple for some fun activities. I love plus-size women. Let me eat your girl out. (laughs) The guy really fucking went for it at the end. Oh, by the way, let me eat your girl out. Check that. Chris Everett. But you know what? I'm here, and you know what? Let me tell you a little secret. Um, you know, we're at a, we're in a, on a TV show, and we got – you might want to – if you want to go to a commercial break, but I guarantee you don't ask me to eat my girl out uh, one more time. I already did it twice. Well, I bet you don't do it again. Okay, bet I do. Let me eat your girl out. I mean, dude. Do not contact me on solicitors. White male looking to meet up with a couple for some fun activities. I love plus side women. Let me let me eat your girl out with an exclamation point. Uh, wow, man. Birmingham knows how to party, huh? That's like that song, We Like to Party, by the Venga Boys. Wow. Venga Boys is the most homosexual music of all time. Venga Bus. <laughs> So French, or just the whole thing. So fucking goddamn French. But they're in a bus and they're dancing. This would be so not fun, dude. Guess if they're in tight shirts or not, the guys. Guess if they're in tight shirts or not. That should go over their jeans more. Wow. Also, they're in the Venga Boys, and I only see chicks. Not even seeing well. So vague. So bad. So fucking French. Dude, the cliche bullshit that they're just saying. Happiness is right around the corner. What? God, how bad is this goddamn song? The vagueness. It, it pisses Okay, so you like to party. Oh, it's, it's their Spanish. Same thing as French, you know? Completely. Exactly the same, French and Spanish. This, this, by the way, would, if French did this video without knowing the, about the video, they'd make the same video. 
Right here. So many cliche things. So they like to party. Okay, they've got something to tell us. Okay. Okay, news. So what is it already? So you got to tell us that you got to put... All right, get ready for the commercial. All right, we'll get to it. What's up? Okay, dude. Okay? So much buildup. It's, it's a minute into the song. Is that what they have to tell us? Happiness is around the corner? Okay. So you'll be there, be there for us. Oh, fuck you. At this point, I'm just, ah, oh, fuck you, dude. You didn't tell me shit, dude. You're like some fucking Instagram chick with the fit tee. All right, dude, I'm out of here. Um, uh, download the Cash App for free on the App Store or Google Play Market. Download the Crystalia app. Wasn't able to get up there today. I'll do. I'll go live for you guys in a little bit. But I wasn't able to get on there today because they changed the whole app around. Um, support the show by buying merch at store.crystalia.com. We got uh, new bag unit shirts uh, and hoodies and hoodies. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tweet me by using the handle at congratspod or by using the hashtag congratulationspod. Video episodes go up a day after the audio podcast. You can check my episode of Comedians of the World nonstop uh, on, uh, <clears throat> what do you call it, um, Netflix. And then you can watch Man on Fire and Incorrigible or go to Wedding Black Comic on uh, the Comedy Central app. Uh, and that's it. And uh, I gotta, I'm got i going to be doing a show soon. Uh, uh, new. Uh, I'm going to be shooting something soon. I'll let you know next week what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, my babies. Okay, take care. Congratulations!